Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker speaking to you during the last week of September 2011 and thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, you know. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. Our guest today was supposed to be Zia Cologne, one of the rising young stars of the new Footloose movie. But within the last hour, Zia was called to an important audition And, of course, she wants to go to that audition, and she also wants to reschedule our show. So, of course, we'll definitely do that for her. We we wouldn't want to stand in her way of of getting another part because she is such a talented young actress. And uh, we'll let you know as soon as we have the uh, date for the show when Zia will be with us. But, you know, folks, I'm so psyched up about Footloose coming out on October 14th, and about doing a show today about dance that I can't resist replaying one of my favorite episodes. It's the one featuring avid dance fan Fausta Wirtz when we were getting ready for National Dance Day a couple of months ago. It's such a fun show, and I think everyone will enjoy hearing it again or hearing it for the first time. So that's what will be coming up right after we check with Jazz Shaw and Nikki Starr. Uh, First with Jazz, because I think he has an important announcement to make um, to all his fans here at Movie Addict Headquarters. Hi, Jazz. What's up? Hi, Betty Jo. I don't know about important. Uh, (laughs) It's important to us. Right. (laughs) Well... And not even entirely happy, happy in some ways, but not so happy in other ways. Um, uh, as you know, the political season is winding back up into gear again, and in 2010 I had to leave the show for a while uh, because I do campaign work uh, we miss with you. congressional and political campaigns and with media that covers politics. And... We're getting back into gear now, and it turns out that, well, I can't give the precise details. There is uh, one organization that does extensive uh, media coverage uh, for politics and government uh, who have tentatively put forward an offer uh, for me, which means I'm going to be going back to work pretty much full-time on the campaign grind. And there's another side of that, which I also can't even mention a name, but – Somebody you've heard of that uh, is running for office that I've been in some talks with that I may be doing some work with them. Uh, Both of those things, at least until January when the primaries start, uh, are going to be taking up uh, a good bit of my daytime slots that I have available, particularly in the beginning of the week. And uh, that unfortunately means that I'm once again going to have to go on hiatus uh, for the most part uh, from movie at headquarters. I will 
miss you guys terribly as I did last time. When when I get this done and wrapped up with, or uh, as we move into a second phase after the primaries start in January and February, um, then the schedule will change to a lot more weekend work, which it looks like very well could free up uh, my daytime slots in the early week. I will keep you informed and Nikki and, and let you guys know. And then, uh, you know, if, if I have that free time, of course, I will come running right back. And if I get any uh, free days between now and then, um, I will try to contact you ahead of time. And, and I will always, you know, hope to be able to stop in when I when I can, you know, with my work schedule. Well, Nikki and I would want you to do that, to just uh, come and join us whenever you can find the time. Right, Nikki? Oh, absolutely. And congratulations and best of luck. Yes, Thank we, you we very much. But, you know, man, well, man's got to work, man's got to eat. <laughs> well, yes, yes, I think so. You can't sit around and talk movies all day. And But uh, <laughs> the people who are listening uh, to this uh, episode that we're, we're going to replay will understand perfectly why uh, Nikki and I and your fans will miss you and always do miss you on Movie Addict Headquarters when you're, when you're not here. But before we, we uh, play that uh, episode, uh, Nikki, we are going to have a live chat while, um, while we're playing the uh, tape. So um, how are things going in the chat? Is it open? Is everything ready yep. there? It's open and we're ready to go. Great, and could you give uh, listeners who want to sign in for the chat uh, some directions about how they can do that? Well, you'll just have to go to um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash headquarters, and then you'll just need to sign up for a quick account if you want to chat. It takes about maybe three minutes. Just when you go to Movie Attic Headquarters, it'll say, if you do try to chat, it'll pop up a window that says you need to log in to chat and just click that and join the chat. And once you're part yeah. of the whole network, you, you'll get to, you know, hook up and talk to Nikki Starr all the oh, yeah. time, which I will tell you will make your life better. It is Absolutely. great. I agree wholeheartedly. And as, as Nikki says so many, many times, chat is where it's at. And because we chat. are replaying an episode, I I get to chat today, too. So I'm looking forward to that, and, and it'll be chatting about dancing, so that's even uh, icing on the cake for me. So without further ado, here's the episode called Gotta Dance. Let's start with a question from Jazz. Jazz, do you, uh, is there something you'd like to know about uh, from Fausta? Well, it comes to dancing, and I'm afraid to ask, really, because she always intimidates me. She knows how to do all the dances I don't know how to do. Um, so tell us, tell us about that, Fossey. You, you don't just watch dance. You're a dancer in real life, I understand. Yes. I used That's a pretty to be... short answer. No, well, I, I used to be when I, was, when I was much younger, and then I didn't dance for a very long time, and now I have become absolutely addicted to tango. But you danced professionally at one time? No, I was a an amateur. I was a ballet student, and I was a, a very enthusiastic dancer. With, um, when I lived in Puerto Rico, salsa with a guy who was a very good dancer. But after I moved away and got married, I didn't dance at all for years and years. And I'm not going to tell you how long. And now, ballet is like that's supposedly the hardest of all dances, isn't it? I mean, you've done a few. It is very hard, yes. I mean, it's, it's challenging because of the steps are difficult, but also because it's it's very strenuous on the body. 
Yeah, that's the part I was going to ask about. It's physically, ballet is supposed to be physically demanding compared, you know, all dancing takes some physical ability, but ballet is, real. that should be an Olympic event, really. <laughs> that would be surprised it does become one. That's a good way to put it, but I, I have, uh, like you, Fausta, uh, have been uh, sort of addicted to dance practically all my life, and when when I was growing up, uh, way back in days of yore, the thing that I liked next best to movies was tap dancing, and so I took uh, tap dancing lessons every every week, and became a an instructor, assistant instructor, of tap. And then I actually opened my own little studio and taught tap to uh, toddlers. In fact, that was my first paid uh, job, was teaching these little toddlers, you know, the shuffle, step, shuffle, step, shuffle, step. Oh, how cute. (laughs) Ball change. And then all through high school, um, I did perform with a a group of of tappers, and we performed for local groups. Uh, Later, I did choreography for various uh, variety shows, and um, I was a member of a musical comedy touring troupe, which was the most fun. And I, I just had great fun with with all all of the dancing that I've done all of all of my life. So I can kind of identify with with your feeling about uh, dance. But what is there about dance that 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 makes you enjoy it so much? Well, it's it, it's a it's a matter of three things. I mean, the first one is movement, and I am I, I am realizing after a very long time of not doing it that I really am happiest when I'm moving. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it, it sounds like ADD, but it's not. Um, also, it, it's a matter of expression, and it's a matter of connection, and. You in, in any kind of effective dance, you have to do movements a particular way. You have to convey an emotion in some way, but you also have to connect with your partner, or if you're a performers, I mean, performers have to connect with the audience too. So it, that's the the three things that you have in dance that you don't have in many other things, in, in say a sport. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly, and I I like what you said about uh, you know it keeps you it keeps you moving, and uh, I I have in fact right now I have my sparkly tap shoes on and my feet are moving even as I speak here. <laughs> I've got my top hat, my top hat and my cane over there in the corner just in for emergencies. So <laughs> it's just a joy. I think dancing just makes you feel good. It keeps you kind of in tune with the universal heartbeat. It's. Uh, it's even meditation when you're not dancing because you you keep thinking about the steps. So there's a there's a, an intellectual part to it and a and a discipline that it uh, that it requires. So um, I think it's just all around an all around healthy thing healthy thing to do. Now I know you're as you said before you're really into tango dancing and in fact uh, Nikki even mentioned that she saw your tango shoes and I I'm wondering about where she saw the tango shoes. <laughs> Oh, I posted them once. You're I posted a picture of them. All right. So let, so let me. I'll look for the link. I'm okay. Putting it Just yeah. so you know, she has them on. She has them on Facebook. All right. Oh, oh okay. those are my other tango shoes too. I love those. Yeah. Those oh, well, those look so good. Yes. 
Well, if you get a chance, put them in. Put them in the the link in the chat room so everybody can see your your tango shoes. And but I wanted to talk a little bit uh, with you about uh, tango on film. And you know, I had asked you to be thinking about what your favorite tango dance sequences are on film and and why. So um, if you could take a few minutes and and tell us a little bit about uh, some of the tango sequences we should look for in films. My most favorite is Robert Duval and his real-life wife, Luciana Pedraza, in a movie called Assassination Tango. And they <sighs> dance a tango named Seduction. And they <laughs> are absolutely perfect. Such an expressive dancer. She is absolutely beautiful. Her form is impeccable. She almost floats through this dance. And he's such a good lead because he's protective and at the same time he he's leading. And you rarely see a good lead in a social dance on film. So he was, that is my most favorite of all. But um, I have several others. The, the best known tango, one of the best known tangos is the one that Al Pacino did in Scent of a Woman. And that's not quite a classic Argentinian tango, but it's a lot of fun to watch. So it's um, it, it, it's entertaining to watch now. That is a great clip. I've actually seen people steal that clip from Son of a Woman and use it for a lot of other things online. Yes. <laughs> because he was blind, right? He's supposed to be blind in the character, yes. Yeah, the character, I mean, yes. Let me put oh, the URL okay. of that one in chat. Those are just great choices. I I just love that uh, assassination tangle because I was not expecting, of all people, Robert Duvall to be a dancer. Yes, I mean, isn't he wonderful? Talk about, he's a he's a wonderful tango dancer, and uh, so uh, I highly recommend that DVD, Assassination Tango, and for people who have. Yeah, love taking part in the show as well as listening because now I'm going to have to go, pardon the basset hound, sorry. I'm going to have to go get that because I haven't seen that one. Oh, you're going, to, um, you're going to love that movie. She's just limiting it to tangos. Come on, expand it out for us a bit. What are the good, for those of us who don't just follow the tangos, what are the good dance sequences of all times on film? Um, my most favorite of all dance sequences ever is Fred Astaire and Sid Cherise Dancing in the Dark from Silk Stockings. Ooh, perfect. That is the, I mean, that is a most expressive, beautiful choreography. The setting is recognizable even when it's in a studio. You you see yourself in, in the setting in Central Park. She's wearing white. He's wearing white. They are perfectly synchronized to each other, and they are impeccably skilled dancers. You know, the hardest thing for a dancer to do, and I'm sure Betty Jo can tell you this, is to make a stop in the middle of a dance, Mm -hmm. and the two of them know exactly how to stop. I mean, they are impeccably musical people to be able to do that. Everybody seems to love Fred Astaire because, you know, I I was going to sneak in mine, one of the weirder movies, it's one of my wife's favorite films, not my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all times, 
but the most interesting dance sequences, 1957 Funny Face, Fred Astaire with Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn used to be a ballet dancer before she yeah. became an actress. And in that film, she wasn't doing ballet, but they were, because of that era, they were doing a whole bunch of different beatnik-style, yeah. uh, you know, just beatnik dancing, really, but they, they did a lot with it. They did some really creative stuff, and it was them dancing through Paris together. It was really amazing. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, Fausta and, and Jazz, I have to tell you that the first person who sent an email to me when finding out that this is what we were going to talk about on the show was uh, was Deb from Blog Talk Radio, and she uh, mentioned a sequence that I had forgotten about completely, and it's the very rousing uh, barn raising number in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. What What do you think about that? Oh sequence yeah. Of the dance oh, sequence? that is. So good, and that was Agnes DeMille, who was one of the best choreographer, one of the best film choreographers ever. She actually Agnes DeMille became a dancer because Cecil B. DeMille, who I believe was her father, told her she wasn't pretty enough to be in movies. And she's done some great uh, choreography. There's no doubt about it. What a terrible you, story! Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, but she was, and it really was. The right choice for her because if you if you look at Agnes Deville's choreography, it, it it was really influential for not only film choreography but also in how people saw movement too. So no, I wasn't criticizing Foster. I was just, I was just trying to picture that conversation. That's what you want to hear from your parents, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Well, you really should go into radio because you're too ugly for movies. Well, she. <laughs> All right, she wasn't ready for her close-up, Mr. DeMille, but she was ready, definitely ready for her choreography. While mentioning Fred Astaire, there's um, there's a, a couple of dance numbers that uh, with different partners that I wanted to add. Begin the Begin by oh, Eleanor Powell and Fred Astaire in Broadway Melody of 1940, and that uh, in in the in that's entertainment. I think one of the issues of that's entertainment. They show this and. There's the black, the, just the black stage, and then they're both in white, and it's just the two of them, and they're tapping the, their little hearts out to begin the begin, and they are just absolutely in perfect, uh, you know, perfect synchronization, and it's it's just so dramatic, just a, a gorgeous, gorgeous number. Also, his uh, dancing with Ginger Rogers, uh, cheek to cheek and top hat. And then a number he did with uh, Judy Garland in Easter Parade, which I, I knew that Judy Garland could dance, but I never knew that she could dance and keep up with Fred Astaire. And it was a number called When the Midnight Choo Choo Leaves for Alabama. And she did. She kept up with him in that fast tap. We can't forget uh, in Footloose. <laughs> We can't forget Kevin Bacon dancing in Footloose, and also the the that last number in Hairspray. You can't stop the beat. That final group yeah. dance that was just great. Gene Kelly and Leslie Caron doing Our Love Is Here to Stay and An American in Paris. Oh, and yeah. I just thought the Nicholas Brothers every time they got up to dance in movies stopped the show for me. I just thought they were just terrific. And the most, the funniest dance sequence ever was Donald O'Connor doing uh, uh, Make Them Laugh and Singing in the Rain. Oh, and we kept yes. it, Gene Kelly singing in the rain, you know, that number that he did when he was 
suffering uh, with 103 degree temperature, and he just went ahead and danced that that great iconic number. But the most charming dance sequences I have ever seen, I think, were done by Bill Robinson and Shirley Temple. Now this is taking us back a while, and you know I'm no spring chicken, but those two were just so great together. I think they made three three films together. In fact, Bill Robinson, he he was just what a hoofer that guy was. Did you know that yesterday was tap dancing day, National oh. Tap Dancing Day? I did not. Yeah, because um, back in um, when Bill Robinson was alive and and was performing, Congress designated his birthday as National Tap Dancing Day. He was so popular, and so if you ever get a chance to see any of his. Films. The ones he made with Shirley Temple, I think, were The Little Colonel, The Littlest mm-hmm. Rebel, Rebecca, Sunnybrook uh, Farm. So, so those are some of the uh, sequences that I that I like a lot. You know, but we're I have... all jumping on the classics that go back so far, and they certainly merit it. But Betty Jo, I, I have to ask you and Foster, I mean, have, have there been none in the modern era in the last twenty years that you guys would pick out? You know, or even the last ten years? Or is two. he dead in the movies, or what? I have two favorites. The one that I mentioned, uh, Assassination Tango, oh, and okay. Shall We Dance, uh, Shall We Dance to the original Japanese version, not the J-Lo version. Yes, that and I saw the original. It, yes, I watched it again this weekend because I, I, I was wondering if I was still going to like it, and I like it even better. That movie conveys exactly why. Anybody is captured and captivated by dance. Oh, it's Chicago. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> no, they 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 cut away too much. They cut away too much in the dance yeah, numbers in Chicago. That's the well, problem. But the final group dance in Hairspray was just what last year or a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. The, the, so the reason I don't like Chicago is because I saw the original with um, um, Jerry Orbach on Broadway. Oh, lucky you. I am so jealous. And there is nothing to compare it. I mean, it's just, you know, Jerry Orbach was the great god of musicals, so. He was. He And that's another one that people don't imagine being in musicals because they just recognize him from Law and Order um, yeah. as a detective there. But, well, speaking of uh, Jerry Orbach and Bill Robinson, what? Uh, who do you think are the best male dancers in movies? Or have been the best male dancers in movies, Costa. You mentioned all of them already: Gene Kelly, Don O'Connor, O'Connor, Fred Astaire, and the Nicholas Brothers. Ah, well, there that's close to mine. Yeah, I had uh, I had all of those, and I had an email from um, um, a direct film director, Misha Zubarov, who said that we left out Christopher Walken on the list we did for the, the oh. PR piece that went out. And I, I know that Christopher Walken is is a great dancer and was trained to be a dancer, but he hasn't done that much dancing in the movies. Uh, so that's kind of the reason I didn't put him on the list, but I wish that he would uh, definitely do uh, do more do more dancing. The music uh, video he did is phenomenally fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's just so hard to imagine him dancing, kind of like it was hard to imagine James Cagney 
dancing, and yet he was he did such a great job. And I forgot Shanghai Lil <laughs> with James Cagney and and Ruby Keeler, <laughs> which I mentioned last week, I think, and that's also one of my favorites. But how about the the female dancers, Fausta? Who who uh, would your picks be for the best? Victory is my favorite old timer, but there's also Rita Hayworth, Ginger Rogers with Fred Astaire, and Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, those are those are great great picks. I they would make my list too, but I would also add Ann Miller. What a tapper oh, she was! Yes. She could do those spins, and you thought maybe she was going to take off into the air. <laughs> she was <laughs> so good. And uh, did you mention Eleanor Powell? No, I should have. Because she same thing with her tap dancing and uh, Vera Ellen, I thought was just the most uh, athletic uh, female dancer. She was just she was just great in Wonder Boy with Danny Kay and the kid from from Brooklyn. She was excellent. Um, but I wonder if we should check and see if there are any uh, suggestions coming in from from the chat. Nikki. Are there Hi. any dancers being suggested that we have? Yeah, mentioned? there are. There okay. are. Let's see, weapons of choice with Christopher Walken. Ah, that's a that's a commercial, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, a short video. A short video. Boy, I have to I have to see that. Thanks, Chatters, for reminding us about that. There are any awesome. others? Well, okay. So you know me. I'm not. I don't like Chicago at all. It's not. I just found it redundant and boring. I didn't care for it at all. I love hairspray and I love hair. So yeah. for me, those are yeah, those are my two favorites. But that's you know, my it. own wife is in the chat room, and out of all the callers, emailers, chatters, nobody brought. They're going to make me do it. Nobody brought up my own pick for the dancing pair for this part of the show. I am so disappointed in all of you. I'm going to hold my hey. Head. Stop, stop <laughs> off in a huff. Nobody mentioned Little Nell Richard <laughs> O'Brien doing the time warp in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wait, oh, okay. Wait, Wait, in all fairness, you didn't let me breathe. <laughs> let Nikki right. breathe. Let Nikki breathe. Okay, breathe, Nikki. He's right. That is a great dance sequence. It is. I love the time warp. Yeah, that was great. That was just great. I, I, I love everything about the Rocky Horror Picture movie, but you know, uh, Jazz, bringing up, uh, you brought up a good point about what about the modern uh, dancers and um, and movies, and I do think there was some great, great dancing in um, High School Musical 3, senior year. Oh, I thought, oh, honestly, I did. I thought that, there, the, that it was so exuberant, it was just... Uh, that Zach Efron, he really, really can dance, and uh, I, I, I look for. I wish Davis here. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Joe, you, you've talked to and you and you've known so many of the famous people who have come up through the ranks. Now, back in the day when musicals were popular, correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost seems like when you went through training, if you were going to be an actress, no matter what direction you were heading. One of the things they always told you was you had to go learn how to dance. You had to learn tap. You had to learn the various things in case you were called upon to do it. In later years, does it seem to you like, you know, we have actors and actresses who probably don't even dance at all, and they don't really care that much, and it's not a requirement so much anymore? Yeah. Well, you, I would think that's a good point, but I, I have a suspicion that um, most of them 
uh, who are really serious about the craft uh, have to take courses in uh, stage movement, and there's a lot of dance in that. And uh, if they if they want to be successful on on Broadway, I think more. Uh, prospective actors or more of the actors and actresses that are that are working today can sing and dance, but they just don't get the properties. And that's sort of what what I'm thinking about. But what about you, Fausta? Well, the the Brits still do that. The Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts and um, the um, all the big theater schools in England, you have to take dance training. Yes, and and I th- I think that that's uh, well I mean of course I'm prejudiced about that I'm just uh, hoping that maybe some properties will come along that people can showcase their their talents and uh, we we can maybe talk about that a little bit uh, a little bit later but I was I'm eager to find out about uh, top we're we're all uh, kind of into this making lists aren't we and. I'm wondering what are your all-time top ten dance movies, <laughs> and then I th- I'll ha- I have ten picked out, and I'm sure Jazz might have his top ten picked out. Oh, so, but why don't you go? Why don't you go first? Myself, but yeah, we, we are <laughs> oriented. Did we already touch on all of them, Foster? Well, shall we dance to in the original "Singing in the Rain"? The four Fred and Ginger movies, which are Top Hat, Carefree, Shall We Dance, and, and Swing Time. And I would add Vernon and Irene Castle because of their influence in dance in America. I also love Silk Stockings, as you probably heard. Mm-hmm. The Gregory Hines and Baryshnikov duet in White Nights. And uh, for ballet movies, I like The Red Shoes and The Turning Point. Oh, the, oh that's I a great, now? Yeah. yeah, that's a great list. That's that's wonderful. What about you, uh, Jazz? What do you have? Oh no, no, ladies first. I'm sorry. I'm, I know Nikki. <laughs> has I want her to go first. Uh, Nikki, do you have have any favorite uh, dance uh, movies? Nikki Uh-oh. is multi. Nikki is multitasking, and we know she likes hairspray. So we can definitely we can definitely put that down on our list. But oh, I have I have a number. I'll, I'll I, have a number. I know Betty Jo is the most experienced one here. Uh, I'm not going to do ten, but I will say because we haven't touched on some of them. First of all, Saturday Night Fever. Yay! Uh, I grew up with that. Everybody can just groan. Oh, what a horrible movie! I don't like John Travolta. I liked the movie, and there was very good dancing in it. I was a child of the disco era. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> That and Flashdance. Oh, uh, yeah, Flashdance. And, and tell me I must be a, a homosexual or whatever. Yes, I liked Flashdance. <laughs> I will own them. You are so awesome. Those are my two top twos. <laughs> okay, that now now we hear from Nikki. She's breathing That's and right. talking. Okay. I was muted, sorry. On my list, okay. I'm also going to throw in uh, some sequels here. Staying Alive and Dirty Dancing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Those were good. Um... One that nobody else wanted to talk about, apparently. Everybody's embarrassed. I don't know. The Full Monty. There was a lot of really good okay. dancing. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was a terrible movie in so it's many ways. hot, though. So. Uh, I was also going to include All That Jazz and uh, the, probably the most unexpected one that uh, you... Oh, I don't think I should mention it. The movie version, the first one of A Chorus Line. 
Oh yes. Oh. Okay. Right. Yeah. That had to, that, especially that number one singular sensation. That was just great with all the mirrors. Yep. Yeah. That. Well, those are excellent. Is that ten? <laughs> I can't. Count. No, it's not. <laughs> my manhood is entirely destroyed and threatened. By <laughs> ruffles, I'm going to turn it over to Nikki and Betty Joe. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I I have of course. <laughs> I, of course, have a top ten. I had trouble (laughs) just uh, narrowing it down to ten. But actually, I have uh, a number one, and then uh, I couldn't rank the others. uh, But but always, you know, whenever we're talking about musicals, anything related to music, it's going to be, for me, Singing in the Rain. I don't think there's any film that comes close to that uh, for entertainment value. And it had such wonderful, wonderful dancing. You not only had your Donald O'Connor doing the uh, make them laugh, you not, not only had Gene Kelly doing that wonderful singing in the rain, you had that exuberant uh, dance that uh, Gene Kelly, Donald O'Connor, and Debbie Reynolds did, uh, Good, the Good Morning number, which had all, all sorts of mm-hmm. different dances in it. So that, that would, and then of course, that's Sid Charisse and Gene Kelly in the ballet part of the movie. It it just had everything. So that would be that yeah, that would be my number number one. And then the rest of them, um, I liked very much The Bandwagon, which is another Fred Astaire film. And uh, actually some of the same people who were behind Singing in the Rain were behind the bandwagon. I guess I just like their style. Uh Fausto, you mentioned a Gregory Hines film the one that I liked, and it's on my top ten, is Tap, which was released in 1989. Oh, yes. oh and yeah, I remember that. I, lo- I love that. that. Oh, that that with brought all out the all the old dancers. Yeah, all these old hoofers, and uh, along with Sa- Savion Glover, who could be the now you know the best <laughs> tap dancer. Didn't he dance in White Nights too, Betty Jo? Possibly. Gregory Hines, yes. I yeah, think Gregory, Gregory Hines, Hines was dancing in White Nights too. Yeah, he was yeah. a great dancer. Yeah, he was he was wonderful. And and what I liked about Tap, uh, the character, the main character, uh, to, to him, dance was serious. I mean, he didn't like it, you know, when these people would get up and dance and smile. I mean, his face, his facial expression, which oh, this was serious business, what he was doing, and some wonderful, wonderful dances in that. And then in 1948, this is even before Singing in the Rain, there there are Judy Garland and Gene Kelly just being their wonderful selves in The Pirate, and we also had the Nicholas Brothers in that, and there was that wonderful dance routine, Be a Clown, that Gene Kelly did with the Nicholas Brothers. I thought that was just great. Easter Parade with Fred Astaire and Judy Garland. Anchors Away with... Uh, Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly, and evidently Gene Kelly taught taught Frank Sinatra how to dance, and by golly, he really must be a great teacher, <laughs> because Frank Sinatra pretty much kept up with him. For ballet, center stage. I thought that really was oh, a wonderful yes. movie. In 2000, and we, we got to see in that, and you can get it on DVD, I think one of the, one of the best ballet dancers, um, Ethan, now it's S T E I F E L, and I've always pronounced it Stifle, but that not, might not be the correct pronunciation. But he is, oh, what a treat to see him in some of the uh, dance sequences there, especially the ballet. 
then Mad Hot Ballroom. It's a documentary. <laughs> I don't know whether anyone has seen it, but yes. it's about, oh, my gosh, it's about teaching these preteens how to uh, do ballroom dancing in the New York public schools, and it's just a delightful movie and shows the power of dance. And then I'm with you on Shall We Dance I just thought, Fausta, I thought that was just one of the best dance movies that I've ever seen, but I also liked the American version, too, Shall We Dance, not as much as the Japanese um, version. I We did, my husband and I, meet the director, because um, Masayuki Suo, because he was in San Diego on a press tour for that film, and we got to interview him. And at the end of the interview, he asked. He was he was uh, videotaping mm-hmm. the interviews, <laughs> and he had Larry and I get up and do a ballroom dancing pose because he was going to put that in his documentary about his tour of America. Now I never heard how that came out, but I thought that was so great. So those are the so those are the the ten. Are there any uh, suggestions coming in from the chat for the top? the top uh, dance movies of all time, Nikki? Well, there are some things in the chat. I've been trying to keep up. So let's see, Center Stage. There's a movie called Ballroom. It's an Australian Strictly Ballroom. Movie. Strictly Ballroom, that's it. Strictly, yeah, yeah, Strictly Ballroom was a lot of fun. It's yep. the Australian, um, it, it, it was that's it. in Australia, and it was really a lot of fun, too. Oh, it was great, and in fact, that's a that's a movie that Misha Zubarov, the dire- uh, film director, sent me an email about too, and was concerned that I had left it off the list in the press <laughs> in the press release. Coyote so, Ugly. Co- yeah, Coyote Ugly. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know I that was a- some more of the ones out of chat, but I got to tell you, with the new interface, for some reason, I I don't get to store as many lines as I used to, and I know more of them scrolled by, and I missed some of them, and I apologize. Yeah, Coyote Ugly. Right. It was a fun movie. It was fun, but I don't know that it was great dancing. And then one called um, Take the Lead. I don't know that one either. Oh, Antonio. Antonio Bandera. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you, whoever (laughs) suggested. (laughs) And Antonio, I was afraid to suggest it because I've just been kind of running Because we know you Antonio. love him. <laughs> I know, because I've been running Antonio Banderas into the ground. Right. But, oh, <laughs> that was beautiful, beautiful tango in that. Where he yes, was that was ballroom tango. That was an Argentinian tango. That was a ballroom tango, wasn't it? You know, someday we're going to have to have a separate show where Fawcett just explains the difference between those. Because I'm, I'm lucky to know there is tango. It would kill me. If I had tango, I, I would be dead. I would be in some orthopedic unit for six months. My wife would be bringing me soup. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it, it, is, it is hard dancing. I mean, it's... it's very very physically demanding all all of these dances that we're that we're talking about i should mention that uh, jane bernard from from new york sent me an email and said be sure to mention west side story and billy elliot oh so, yes so have you seen both of those fausta yes and what's your opinion of west side story and billy elliot West Side Story, it, uh, I'm of two minds on, on West Side Story. The first thing is I think the dancing was brilliant. Um, Bernstein and, um, oh, I just blanked out on the choreographer's name. Uh, 
um, did a fantastic job. On the other hand, being Puerto Rican, that movie has done more against Puerto Ricans than much anything else. I mean, for generations, Puerto Ricans have always been considered as carrying knives after people see that movie. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I'm not that crazy about that part. But the dancing was spectacular. The dancing was uh, was excellent in that. Now, how about Billy Elliot? Is that a British movie? Yeah. And it's about the young boy who um, who is uh, criticized for going into dance, and it's on on Broadway now. I think it's up for an, for for many many Tonys. Oh, is um, it on Broadway? Yes, and there's th- there are three little boys that play Billy Elliot at three different uh, stages in his development, and so we'll we'll have to kind of watch that. I do remember seeing Billy Elliot, and I I loved the dancing, but I wasn't that thrilled with the with the movie, but uh, I would recommend it for the for the dancing in it. You know, you know Foster, That's before we blow through all of our time, and we're going to do it pretty soon, there's something we got to sneak in with you because you are the expert, and I know Betty Jo wants to know this. Everybody would like to hear. Just really quick, give us an example on each side of the fence, some stars that you think should have been dancing in film but didn't, and also because we always like to have the little nasty side of the list, who danced that probably should have left their dancing shoes home? Well, I don't know if you guys realize this, but Alan Rickman, years ago, at the Edinburgh um, Theater Festival, was in a play called Tango at the End of Winter, which was directed by a Japanese man who did not speak English, and Rickman doesn't speak Japanese. And I would have loved to see Rickman dance tango even back then, and I, I came across this information because I was in charge of a group website on Rickman years ago, and I gave it up because I lost interest in it. And uh, a Japanese fan sent a lot of information. Let me see if I can find the link right now. So I would have loved to see him do that in film. It probably would not have been a very good film just because it, the theme was so depressing. But I'd like I to see Alan Rickman. I'd like to see Alan Rickman in anything, but I did see him tap dance once. And it's a uh-huh. film called Searching for John Gissing. For John That's Gissing, G- yes. Yeah, G-I-S-S-I-N-G. And, of course, everybody tapped in that at the end. Yes. <laughs> so we did get... Janine Garofalo did that, too. Yes. <laughs> she tap danced yes. in that. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a pretty cute little film, I thought, so... Okay, well, who's who's dancing now that maybe shouldn't be dancing, as Jazz asked? Well, I think the Shall We Dance tango with J-Lo and um, um, Richard oh. Gere was not particularly good because she leads him. I mean, she's doing the leading in that. I didn't know that. I didn't notice that. So hmm. she wasn't the weak link in that, Jane? Yeah. Oh, Oh, but I, I mean, it, it was a very effective number in that it conveyed a lot of passion, the way it was filmed and the way the music was used. But I didn't, it, you know, I I just wasn't all that crazy about it. I'll have just one real quick myself. Um, Steve Martin never should have been allowed to dance in Three Amigos. He's a great comedian, ah. not so much of a dancer. <laughs> well, you're, I think <laughs> We're going to have to stop right there. What a fun 
discussion, and uh, I wish we could have played the whole thing, but we're running out of time. And uh, I hope everyone will come back next time for a lively interview with actor Tim Griffin, who is now appearing in the movie Abduction, as well as on TV in Prime Suspect with Maria Bello. But that's all the time we have for now, folks. So this is Betty Jo Tucker hoping that we will see you again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Movie Addict Headquarters.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.